Hi, everybody, and welcome to Unified, a podcast feed from First Church Belmont Unitarian Universalist. We'll be sharing sermons and stories, especially thematic content made new every week. We're so glad you're here, and for more information about who we are and opportunities to grow and deepen, swing by the church on Sundays or check out our website at uubelmont.org. And for now, enjoy this new content. So once upon a time, it was around about this time of year, and there was sort of a no longer small girl, kind of a medium-sized girl, who was feeling pretty icky about Christmas. Because she had recently moved, and she had moved from a place that by this time of year usually had a pretty solid coating of snow. And that sort of made it feel a little bit more like Christmas. And she had moved to a place now that not only didn't have a whole lot of snow, but had no snow. But that wasn't the hardest part. The hardest part was that now her family didn't look the same and feel the same. There was a whole person missing. And as hard as her mother was trying to make it feel normal, seem a little bit normal, every corner of the season reminded her of who wasn't there. And so as much as it was fun putting up the tree again and putting out all of the ornaments, there was something a little bit painful about it for her this year. And so it was. One night after they put the tree up, she was snuggled up with her mother. And this was one of their favorite things to do, having all the lights of the tree on and then turning out all the lights in the house and snuggling up on this couch and falling asleep there. And much as some of the holiday was feeling a little bit weird, that felt perfectly right. And she drifted off to sleep there in that first embrace she knew more than any other in the world. And the weirdest thing was that she woke up to a life-size ornament of a lumberjack meditating with mudra hands. And she had never seen this before. I mean, she knew the smaller ornament that was actually one of the ornaments on her very own tree, and she loved that ornament. But it was odd to see him life-size, this enormous lumberjack meditating, lotus-style legs with mudras in her hand. And she looked at him, and she was like, what are you doing here? And he said... You seem troubled. And she said, it's a little weird. This Christmas feels a little weird. The place doesn't feel quite right. My family doesn't feel quite right. I don't really understand all these things that I'm feeling and thinking. And the lumberjack said, I know. I know. Especially times like these, things can feel so odd. I'm going to show you something. Are you ready to see what I'm going to show you. And she was like, I'm talking to a life-size lumberjack ornament. Why turn back now? And he reached out his little ornament mudra hand, and he said, take my hand. 
And she tentatively reached out her own hand, put her hand in his hand, and all of a sudden the room started to spiral and started to spin. And they were shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, and then they were on the tree. And they were sitting there nestled in this one corner of the tree, and she looked up and around, and sure enough, she was hooked onto a branch, so she was fine. She looked around, and she knew exactly where on the tree she was, because on one side, there was a glitter angel pig that she had always loved. And on the other side of her, there was a felted bacon angel ornament. And she had noticed that it felt weird for those two ornaments to be so close to each other on the tree this year. But she was the same size as them, and so she was confused looking around. And sure enough, right there next to her was the lumberjack. And the lumberjack said, welcome to the tree. And she said, I'm really not wanting to be an ornament for the rest of my life, not even the rest of this night. And he's like, look around. And she looked, and she was smelled fantastic. But he says, what do you notice? And she says, I... I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I'd never really noticed the details on this pig or, or on the bacon angel. <laughs> and he said, no, can you see the whole tree? And she said, no, I, no, I guess I can't really see the whole tree. And he said, now look over there. And she slowly turned her gaze and in the reflection of the window right in front of them, she saw this enormous, beautiful, multicolored image of the entire tree. She had never seen it up close like this, and it was bigger than anything she could ever imagine. And she saw all the other ornaments. It was a perspective, and she felt so held and part of this wider, perfect, beautiful thing. And she breathed deep, and she said, thank you. And he said, I have one last thing to teach you. And he reached out his hand. She took his hand, and they swirled and swirled, and they got back life-size, and they were sitting there in the same room. And he says, sometimes when I feel hopeless, when I feel sad, a teacher of mine taught me this one prayer, and it is actually one of my favorites as well. It's a Buddhist prayer. It's called Metta. And he said, when you feel especially stuck, especially this time of the year, you can close your eyes, and I invite you all to do this now. Close your eyes. And it's a prayer you can pray for yourself, for people you love, for people you're in a difficult relationship with. But for now, he said, just think of yourself and say, may I be filled with loving kindness. May I be peaceful and at ease. And may I be happy. And he said, your mother's going through a difficult time too, so think of her. And I invite us all, think of someone you know who's going through a difficult time. Thinking of them, say, may they be filled with loving kindness. May they be peaceful and at ease. May they be happy. And he said, this is where I go, especially when I'm in the hardest place. And she lay back down on the couch. She nestled into her mother's embrace. And she went back to sleep.
And when she woke up, she stood up and the lumberjack yogi was gone. And she went and she found him on the tree, right in between the bacon angel and the pig angel. She looked really close, and she's pretty sure he winked at her. (laughs) Amen. And I tell you all this story, especially today, as we hear about our youth and their trip into the urban ministry, and as we think in the widest expanse of our purpose here together. And sometimes we can get really focused on ourselves, maybe on our families, those of us with kids, maybe on our kids, but it can help, especially when we're in a tough place, to open and expand our awareness to the very widest it can possibly go, here especially, held in this abundant love.